our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 34. If I'm wrong, you can laugh at me because I could be wrong, but I think it's episode 34. I should probably check. Um, we are, okay, we, who am I with right now? I am with Whitney Miller. Say hi, Whitney. Hello. Okay. So Whitney is my client and we have been hanging out today Yes. in Arizona. Mesa, well, we're technically Gilbert, Arizona. I am here for spring break. I grew up here. Whitney lives here, right? Yes. With how many babies? Five babies. Five babies. Yeah. So um, Whitney works with me. She's on month three of your coaching with me. Yes. And I thought it would be so fun to just talk about this is, I want us to celebrate her story and anyone's story. I want you guys to be thinking as we're talking about Whitney's story and talking about coaching. I want you to be thinking about your own story. Where do you feel like you are in your story? Are you in the calm before the storm? Are you in the storm or are you in the calm after the storm? (laughs) Um, Do you need help making calm? So that's the hope is that with Whitney sharing her story and what coaching has helped her be able to do And also talking about some other things that she's used and done to help her um, mental health and her physical health um, that you guys can have some guidance in your own journey. So without further ado, Whitney, why don't you just tell us a little bit about um, where your story begins? But first, just, yeah, tell us just a touch about you. Okay. So I have five kids. I've been married for 13 years now. That's amazing. Um... And I don't know what else about me. Well, just <laughs> tell us where your story begins as far as motherhood and the postpartum struggle. Okay. So, um, I had my first baby when I was 23. Um, pregnancy was normal. Delivery was great. Um, but definitely life changing still. Um, I was working full time and, um, then I had a baby and then I wasn't working at all. And so it's kind of um, a shift of um, responsibility, um, feeling kind of alone, um, that sort of thing. Yes. That, I feel like that's more than just you. Like that happened to me too. I went from being a student and seeing people all day to sitting at home with a brand new baby and a body that felt, you know, just depleted in a Mm -hmm. lot of ways. Yeah. Okay. So continue. Um. But I just figured it was all normal um, and moved on. 
um, supporting my husband. He was in school and working full time. And um, so I just did all the mom stuff. I kept the house clean and took care of the baby and did it all. (laughs) Um, As we do. Yeah. (laughs) And then my second one came along and um, that delivery was a a bit more traumatic. Um, My epidural didn't work. I didn't... um, she came out a lot faster. She was induced and she came out fast and hard. And then she proceeded to scream for like 48 hours. Um, that was completely unlike my first baby. And so I was very, um, uh, overwhelmed by how am I going to take care of two people? And this one needs me all the time. Um, she, the only time she wasn't crying was when I was holding her or breastfeeding her. Um, so that was definitely more of a challenge. And I think that's when I for sure knew that I was depressed, but I didn't really know what to do. Um, I didn't really want to be on medication and, um, again, I still kind of just thought, well, of course it's hard because she's a hard baby. Um, but it was dark and lonely And it got worse and worse and worse um, where I couldn't keep my, like, commitments to other people. My church calling was too overwhelming for me, and I asked to be released. Um, A lot of my friendships and relationships with other people became a lot more strained during that time. Um, Then my third baby, um, he there were a lot more medical complications with that. like blood clots. I had to do blood thinner shots in my stomach twice a day. Um, I lit, I was in intense fear almost the entire pregnancy for either my life or his. Um, it varied. Um, my water broke when I was at 20 weeks, um, pregnant and then it ended up sealing itself back up, which I guess is possible. (laughs) We learn, we live and learn. (laughs) I didn't know that. Um, and then he was, born full term 40 weeks healthy baby easiest delivery and I was just like so overjoyed that we survived it and um my husband graduated college right you know right then and it was just a good time what a difference that makes when they (laughs) they graduate right when they're not in school anymore so life was good yeah for a week for a week and then I got a postpartum infection um And I literally felt my body like shutting down. I really thought I was going to die. Um, And it was very, very scary. And, um, but I survived. I was in the hospital. They took care of me and said, yeah, we don't really know what happened, but you'll be, you'll be fine. Go home and take care of your baby. (laughs) Um, And we just had a lot of medical trauma and things that year. Um, And as soon as I went to the doctor for my postpartum checkup, I said, I need antidepressants this time. I'm not going to, I'm not going to suffer, um, the feelings of alone and just being down. Um, so it took you till your, it took you till your third baby to understand what depression felt like and to be like, let's get preventative. Let's get help beforehand. Yeah. And I, he asked like, so how are you doing, you know, emotionally? And I said, yeah, I'll take something (laughs) for that. Um, 
before I just thought, oh, I'm, I'm strong enough. I can do it. Um, With your first two babies? Yeah. Oh, this is just motherhood. Mm-hmm. And mothers are tough. Mothers can handle it. What is it about that third baby? <laughs> third <laughs> time. Even the midwives at the birth center I used, because I was trying to prevent postpartum depression. And so I did a natural, like unmedicated delivery at a birth center the third time, even though I'd done like hospital births, epidurals the first two times. Mm-hmm. And they were like, the third baby is always different than the other two. Like, it's always so different. Yeah. And he was my first boy. So someone's like, well, maybe it's just because the hormones were different. I'm like, I don't know. But I was ready for extra help and support. My middle child at the time, my second baby, she had some medical issues during that time too. And I just knew that I needed to be in the right headspace to handle it all. Yeah. And we did. Like, it was fine. Because you had the medicine. Um, the medicine helped me mo- for the most part. I mean, it wasn't like a complete fix, but I was I was okay. Um, and then fast forward a couple of years, and I found myself pregnant again, which was terrifying to me to to go through any type of similar experience to my third pregnancy. And I had been told by someone that I probably shouldn't have any more kids because it's probably not safe. That wasn't like a full on, um, diagnose, you know, recommendation, like you're done, but it was just like, yeah, you probably should maybe, I mean, you have enough kids anyway. <laughs> you have three. <laughs> so, um, you got pregnant with twins. Yeah. Right? Twins. And that was, it was shocking, but it also wasn't because I had had a dream about having twins. Um, yeah, so, Whitney has cool dreams, guys. <laughs> We've talked about her dreams. So I was like, oh, okay. Like this is completely meant to be. And I did have more peace knowing that God had like prepared me. He's like, I already showed you these babies. Like, of course so, you're going to get them. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I uh, tried to go cold turkey off my antidepressants. And During your pregnancy? Yeah. I went off for, uh, two, three weeks. During your pregnancy with the twins? Uh-huh. Okay. Because I thought it would be healthier. Okay. And that was not good. I was very suicidal, very, um, I don't want to be here anymore. There's no point in this, you know, just very, very, very bad. And the doctor put me back on um, a half dose and said, um, healthy mom is very important. <laughs> you have three other kids too, not just these other two that need you. So take care of yourself. So I did, um, through getting back on the medicine. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and I just, I was a little bit more compassionate with myself. Like, okay, this is a hard job and it's going to be hard. And, and being pregnant with the twins was not expected or planned. Yeah. Okay. I just want to say for anyone who's also feeling like they really want to get off their antidepressants. Um, see, I weaned myself off but I just knew I was ready. It wasn't because I was like, oh, I'm worried about the health or anything. I was already done nursing. I, it, was, it was postpartum mm-hmm. and I had found coaching and was just like night and day difference. I'd lost a bunch of weight through my, my coach also taught a weight loss course. And like, so in my circumstance, it was successful or it was fine to get off. But I know the recommendation is to talk with your doctor first. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that is what I recommend. That's not what I did. Um, and do I think that sometimes coaching helps people get off of their medication? 
Yes, I do. Um, but is that what I recommend or is that what I encourage my clients to do? No, I wouldn't. So, um, do talk with your doctor. And frankly, like if you want to get off, I don't think there's much your doctor can do to stop you, but even just letting them know since they're kind of liable for you. And then you can have a little teammate in helping you just pay closer attention to how you're doing. They can maybe call you a little bit more often in the interim until you're all the way off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have probably at least told my husband, actually I did tell my husband. Um, and so that was helpful because he was kind of watching me too, but yeah. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. All right. So let's, let's go to how everything went with the twins and then where that takes us to the lows and then back up to where we are now. So the twins were born at 33 weeks. Um, I got a stomach bug and um, ended up going into labor. And they had to take them um, C-section. And I was completely unprepared. Um, It was a few days before Christmas. They weren't due till February. Um, And... They, you know, they said there's no room at the end and there wasn't. So they were taken 30 minutes away, um, by ambulance. That be literally because there wasn't room for them. Yes. Okay. Oh, I thought it was something to do with the medical or something. Mm-mm. There's literally no room at the end. And I'm like, well, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be in that position. Um, but in order to, you know, make sure they were going to be here safely, we did, you know, we did it that way. So, um, a uh, baby girl stayed in the NICU for 22 days and baby boy was in for 45 days. And I had to drive 30 minutes, well, 30 miles. I don't know how long it took. 30 miles every day to visit them. Um, because I wasn't a patient at that hospital, I was a visitor. I spent the night a couple of times on the little couch in their room. Um, but I had three kids at home that needed their mom too. Um, and then once, um, my baby came home, I would stay and take care of her at night. And then I'd be with baby boy at the hospital during the day. So tell me about when you started feeling like you wanted help besides just, you know, you had the antidepressants, but at what point were you looking into things like coaching? Um, well, I didn't know anything about coaching really. Um, so I did therapy, um, we had group therapy, um, sessions as well. And this was how, 
The babies were about six months. Okay. So you had five kids and your youngest two were six months and you get into therapy. Why? Um, like why therapy and why did you want something besides just the meds? Um, I was just angry, angry all the time, yelling, um, frustrated, resenting the babies, feeling like God was punishing me, um, for sending me more babies when I already told them I was done. Um, I was so, so, so tired, you know, just postpartum, um, I just felt like I needed someone to help me cope with all of the changes and the overwhelm and, um, I guess like dissatisfaction feeling like life is supposed to be better than this. Mm Um, and I knew it could be. Yeah. Okay. That is remarkable because I have a similar moment in my story before that led me to seek out help and find coaching which was essentially that I believed I could heal. Yeah. Like, and that's essentially what you just said is like, I feel like I can heal and that life can be better than this. And I think it, we must have that moment within our own minds before we ever want to reach out. Why, why would you reach out? Right? Like if we look at the model, our thoughts create our feelings and they drive our actions, our feelings do. And so you have to have this feeling of hope you have to have a thought, something to the extent of things could be better. Life's not supposed to be like this. This suffering doesn't have to be happening. Yeah. Like I can get help and feel better. Um, and I think the most dangerous part for all of you guys who are struggling postpartum, I want you to consider like, are you really coming to be honest with yourself about how much you're struggling? Or are you doing what Whitney and I both did at different parts in our story? kind of writing it off. Like, isn't this just what postpartum's like? Everyone's miserable. They hate their life. They're grumpy at their husband. They don't want anything to do with sex, right? Like they're not eating. It's because it's just because you have a baby, right? Like that's just what it's like. You just sacrifice your life. Yeah. Isn't you brought that, a new life in. So why not sacrifice your own? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't we just disappear into our motherhood? And isn't that what makes us a good mom? I think that's what some people think. And I think it, it was obviously not working for me. What um, wasn't? Oh, therapy? No, no, just like that, those feelings, like dissolving into that. Okay. Well, I just take care of two babies all day long or 24 five, seven or five. Babies. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mostly took care of the twins and okay. my husband did everything else. I mean, I was very non-functional, um, in terms of like housekeeping, um, meal prep. I didn't do any of it. I have to, yeah. When I was depressed, it was the same. My house was constantly messy. My husband was constantly making runs to the grocery store. We were ordering in, like I wasn't doing cooking. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was at a point where I could make a grocery list sometimes. So we at least had food (laughs) like, you know, but my husband really took on the burden of that. He worked from home. Well, he still does. Um, which was great because if I was losing it, he could come out and kind of referee situations. But, um, that is lovely. I kind of wish I had that. My, one of my really good friends um, works at a therapy place. And she said, are you doing okay? And I said, no, not really. And she said, well, come on in. We have an intern and we'll get you in. And okay. you'll, you'll be okay. So how did therapy go? What was it like? Um, it was pretty good. Um, I felt validated. It was understood. group therapy. Right? I started individual first. Oh, okay. For like three months, two or three months. I don't really know. 
Okay. Started individual. It's all a blur. <laughs> um, she helped me understand why I felt certain ways and that I wasn't really crazy. That, of course, motherhood is um, difficult and can be overwhelming. And, and um, I learned to value myself um, and to, to start um, self-care, to realize that I was okay um, taking that time for myself and I didn't have to feel, feel guilty. Um, so that it, it shifted, um, being around other people in group therapy when that started helped a little too, just to have, a a group of people who had my back, who I could be vulnerable to, um, who would help me process things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, I stopped going. Yeah. So, so I don't know, like now we're here today where you have hired a life coach. You were in therapy. How long ago was that? You were in therapy? Um, I I stopped going in July of last year. Okay. July of 2019. Yeah. You stopped. And then what puts you at the point where you're looking for what else? Why, why search for more help? What was going on? Um, Cause we're now we're in March, 2020. So. Yeah. So I think I, I wasn't better. <laughs> um, I think therapy helped me feel validated, but it didn't help me want to change much. It just helped me feel like you're okay where you are. Kind of yeah. Thing. It was just like, well, yeah, things are hard, but you're strong. You're wonderful. You're enough. You know, things that kind of challenged my, um, my core beliefs that I had adopted when I was a kid, you know, things that were holding me back. I didn't really see how to change them or why they needed to be changed, I Mm -hmm. guess. Um, and so, you know, we moved to a new house. I thought that was going to fix everything. I'll meet new friends and then, then I'll be happy again. Um, and it wasn't true. I love where we live, but the depression, the overwhelm, the, um, the frustration with the kids just still wasn't, wasn't gone. It lingered. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and so I had seen an ad, um, on Facebook or Instagram or somewhere about this new postpartum coach. And I was like, well, I, was it me? Yeah. I've never put an ad out. I don't know how I found you. Then. Oh, that's hilarious. Was it, did Jody Moore talk about you? Jody Moore talked about me on her, on her Instagram. So that maybe that's what okay. she posted about me because I gave a speech okay about how I found coaching well, I'm like I swear it was Instagram okay so, how that, funny. so I found you there yeah it probably was and I was like okay okay I'll whatever I'm not really postpartum but I kind of am still Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So you did a consult <laughs> with me. So I did the consult, and I was like, yeah, I mean, maybe things will change. I wasn't a hundred percent believing it, but then Lizzie was like, okay, but just like picture it. Like, what if you could have freedom? What if you could have peace? Then what? And I was like, uh, then I'd be happy. Like, it just didn't seem, I, I feel like I had been stuck for so long that it seemed kind of like, eh, okay. You know, but it actually has been helping me. Um, even if my, <laughs> my skepticism wants to kick in, um, I asked my kids like, Hey, do you think that I'm different? And they're like, yeah. I said, well, what's different about me now? Um, and they said, well, you don't, you don't cuss at us anymore <laughs> and you don't look at your phone all day long. Um, so I'm, I'm present. I choose to be with my family and love them and do fun things and, it's, it's been a little bit over time. I mean, I can't say like, we had this coaching session and I'm, I'm healed now. Um, but I've like literally been working through things every single day with Lizzie. And I think that's, what's been helpful. Um, daily coaching daily, (laughs) the daily has been the huge shift, I think. Yeah. I, so I am a student of coaching. I'm not Mm -hmm. just a coach. I also have a coach. I like almost always have one. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I, I'll typically do hour long sessions. And I used to coach clients at hour long sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like them, but I think my program is seriously my dream program as a mom. Like it's what I would have wanted postpartum mm-hmm. because you don't have to plan with your kids and their nap times. You don't have to try to get some childcare. You don't have to stress out and be like, honey, honey, hurry, take the kids. My session, my session's starting. Like my coach is waiting for me. There's yeah. none of that. You can get on when it's convenient. You know, if you decide to fall asleep with baby, great. You can hop on later. Like it's not this, I, it's so crazy how difficult a schedule can be for a depressed mom or even just a struggling mom postpartum. Um, and then I do think that because it's daily, we're constantly reinforcing the new thoughts and the new habits. We're not allowing five or six days to go by so that we're kind of struggling again. Yeah. The daily has, has really been helpful. If I say, well, I'm really struggling with with this and, sh- and then Lizzie can say, Hey, but remember we're not thinking that way or we're not doing that because remember this or, okay, but you're still stuck in this, you know, what are we going to do to get out of this? Let's run a model or let's think about it this way. Um, or, okay, if you want to be stuck there, then, you know, yeah, okay. you know, there's not like, I'm going to fix you every day. It's like, okay, well, what do you want help with today? Yeah. Yeah. Whitney, um, like I've definitely, I do this to all my clients. I give them the space to just be pissed if they want to be pissed. I give them the space to be sad if they want to be sad. I'm not, I don't have an agenda Mm -hmm. as your coach to cheer you up. I don't have an idea of what I, I don't put on you an idea of what I think is best for your life. Mm -hmm. That's like a number one rule. And one thing I like too, is I'll tell you something like, guess what happened? And you'll be like, cool. And it's so neutral. And I'm like, <laughs> I thought she'd be more excited, but I'm like, no, because 
I get to choose how I feel and I don't want to like validate myself based on someone else's reactions. Mm -hmm. And I've just found that to be really helpful. I'm like, um, not looking for like external praise. Now I'm like, well, Mm-hmm. She thinks it's cool, but I think it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause what happens if I say, oh my gosh, that's so good that you were able to have that breakthrough. Like, I'm so proud of you. And then the next day you're not living in breakthrough and you're like, oh my gosh, my coach isn't proud of me anymore. She's going to be sad. Yeah. I've, I've regressed or, yeah. you know, I don't have that. Um, now we do celebrate moments of victory. I think that's why I wanted to do this podcast is we were about at the end of our three months. We might mm-hmm. do another three. We're still deciding. Yeah. And I think it is amazing to step back and be like, holy cow, you've done some work. Yeah. You've done some work. Like, tell me, I don't know, what are a couple of breakthroughs you want to share? And then we'll probably wrap up. Um, well, You're like, I mean, none. I guess, <laughs> I guess like a huge thing is realizing that the NICU, um, I tried to clear that with therapy in the group, in a group setting individually. Um, but I still feel angry that my babies were taken, um, right after they were right born. After they were born. And, um, like, I feel like you helped me see that I didn't have to be a victim in it. Like I had a choice. I could have said, actually, no, you're not taking them. It wouldn't have been the right choice. I don't think, but I mean, there, I was able to just own it and be like, well, yeah. And realize that I wasn't prepared for what happened. And I think that was, um, a huge part of why it was upsetting to me is that I, I didn't have any control, Mm -hmm. um, and realizing that I don't actually have to have the control over everything. Um, well, you chose the only thing Go ahead. that I can control is me and my thoughts. Right. Especially now that's already happened. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're almost two or they are two, you know? And so it's like, there's no, there's no going back and they're healthy and they're fine and I'm fine. Um, and we're on our way to thriving. So, right. But you, when you first started coaching me with, with me, you were not very fine about it. You were pretty upset no, no. about it. Yeah that's a huge breakthrough that I can tell people like, yeah, they were born early. Yeah. And just leave it at that. I don't have to go into, and they did this. And can you believe it? I mean, I still had a lot of anger and if people would listen, I would tell them now I don't feel like I have to, um, bring it up and like live in that emotional space. I can just be like, yeah, they were preemies Mm -hmm. and they're doing great. Okay. What has your husband said about coaching? Um, has he said anything? He hasn't said a ton. Um, he'll, he'll occasionally ask me, but a lot of times he's just kind of like, so how's coaching going? And I'll say it's going great. And he's like, good. (laughs) Um, I think that he, I think that we all feel safer with each other now because I, I feel more in control. Um, like your family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we're just in a, we're safe together now. So I'm sure that if he said, if anyone was to ask him, he would say, coaching is great. Mm-hmm. Everyone probably needs a coach mm-hmm. because there are certain things that we just get stuck in our heads that we need someone to just give us that clarity. Yeah. So you and I were talking about this at lunch, Whitney. Um, we were, um, for, you, for you guys listening, we were talking about why coaching, why we think coaching is so effective, right? Because Whitney's tried therapy. She's tried group and individual therapy. I tried therapy. And I, I'm not here to speak against therapy. I I think therapy totally has its place. Um, but what coaching does is it helps you navigate 
the the nature of your brain, which is that you have a higher brain and a lower brain. And your higher brain is the part of your brain. It's your prefrontal cortex or your frontal cortex, whatever. It's where you set goals. It's where you think about the future. It's where you plan. It's where you dream. Then your lower brain is basically your monkey brain. People like to call it as a nickname. It wants to keep you safe. It wants you to do what's easy. It's the one that complains about like, oh, I don't want to do this eating regimen because I want the cake with everyone else or whatever. So that's your lower brain. And it's, again, it's programmed to keep you safe. It's programmed, programmed to be efficient. And it's constantly going to want to sabotage your goals so that it can stay comfortable and in the cave, metaphorically speaking. And coaching really, um, is the art of the dance between the two and of being able to live from your higher brain without resisting and having to use willpower to push against your lower brain. But we actually, through the art of coaching, we bring it with you. We bring your lower brain on board. We get it to release its hold. Um, or, so we either do that, or we just we can just like hear our lower brain talking, but not actually listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like I teach my clients how to talk to that lower brain. And that's where if you do another three months with me, that's I think where we're going to be going. So I'm so excited that you were willing to share a little bit here. You shared it with me yeah. m- uh, more than a few times. <laughs> so yeah. is there, any, I don't know, is there anything you'd want to say to maybe somebody who's struggling right now? Um, not, I mean, would you want to talk to them about coaching or would you want to tell them about like, what do they need to be thinking right now for themselves? Um, there's no shame in getting help. Like, and even if you think you've got it, you can still ask for help, you know, even if you aren't, you dying. can take a break. Like, and if things seem really heavy and really hard, then, then just get help. Like people, we don't have to be self-sacrificing to be a good mom, um, in terms of like our mental health and our physical health. Like we can be a real person and a mom and mm-hmm. we're better if we can take care of ourselves first. Yeah. And I would say as you take care of your person, because there's a person behind every parent. So as you take care of the person in you, the parent in you goes up a notch or two or three. And it's just happier quality of life, quality of time with your kids. Yes. Even if I have um, less time with them, like right now they're at a sitter, you know, um, it's nice to, I'll be more excited to see them and more refreshed. For sure. You'll be like, I was on a podcast. What? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right, y'all. So go get your help. I don't even care if it's me, although I'm pretty cool. Yes. Lizzie's really cool, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Totally worth it. I bought you tacos today, so Mm -hmm. you had to say that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I love you all. Um, Just remember that it doesn't have to be hard and horrible. And if you're really, really struggling nobody is going to make you get help. Like the system's pretty lame. Okay. Your doctor isn't really going to like really thoroughly check with you. It's not your husband's job. Okay. He's trying to do work. Probably he's working, right? He's trying to help you in other ways. And so this is on you mama. Um, and I want you to answer the question, like, what if I could be happier? What if I could have peace? Just like Whitney did on her consult with me. What if this is just, the part of the story where I get help and I grow stronger and I become that better version of me through coaching and through letting this experience have a purpose and not just pain. So, all right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. 
If you've been struggling and you're ready for more help, I want to invite you to book a consult with me. I offer free hour-long consults where we go over what's not working, your vision for the future of your motherhood, and how I would help you given my tools and expertise. To schedule your free consult, visit my booking page at go.oncehub.com forward slash Lizzie Langston. I fully believe that you can get to where you want to go. I'll see you on the console. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.